0: Welcome to another episode of breakaway from the rat race and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Eric Cabral who has left corporate America about 20 years ago, and he decided to jump headfirst into real estate investing in order to achieve financial freedom, he has been educating himself building networks and analyzing hundreds of deals, and finally purchased his first multifamily building after only one year. Uh, He's also a partner in a winery, we're going to talk about that as well, and he's the founder of a media agency called On Air Brands. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Eric. It's a pleasure to be here. So yeah, so uh, tell me a little bit about about this. I mean, there's so many people that are stuck in their W2 job, uh, or maybe they enjoy it, and they want to uh, maybe kind of like diversify a little bit. And uh, so, tell us more about why, after twenty years in corporate America, you decided it was time to leave and focus on financial freedom.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first off, again, thank you for having me, Eric. Um, the the corporate grind, as we know it, um, was just routine. I did it every single day. I got up. It was predictable. It was, uh, you know. Uh, didn't have any sort of real passion or drive uh, year after year, unless um, I got a new job. You know, the new job was always like the new honeymoon and uh, new people, new environment, new commute. Um, but but I, I I was um I was raised by parents that came from the corporate environment where you stayed with one company your entire life. Yeah, yeah, and you you waited for that gold watch
0: exactly, you know, or the steak
1: <laughs> knives at the uh, the end of your life, and um that was what I planned to do. I planned to stay in one corporate, uh, you know, environment. Um, But then, you know, I I stayed loyal. That's what was cool. Like, Hey, look at Eric's resume. He was here for four years. He was here for seven years. He was here for eight years. This guy's not going anywhere. So it was great for interviews. Um, But you know, 20 plus years of doing it. um, As you can imagine, I, I, I climbed the corporate ladder and I achieved success um, in my industry of creative, uh, meaning that, you know, just so your audience knows, because most of them I imagine are, are, are investors or are or, or looking to become investors. Well, the big corporations out there often, if they need marketing, branding, all this sort of information out there uh, to get it out there, they, they hire creative agencies in New York City or big cities and they, they pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars, of, you know, um, millions of dollars to, to, to promote. So- some of them caught on to let me, let's create an in-house agency, you know, like New York city um, uh, poach people and put them into our companies and and make them employees. So that's, that's where I was known. I was, I was known for building inside uh, in corporations, a creative agency. So I climbed up the ladder, made it to, to creative director, which is, you know, at the top of, 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 of what I wanted to do. And I was making, the same salary for, for many years, and I said, "Wow, uh, I, don't, I don't see any change here. Do I need to become partner in a in a Fortune 100 company? That's not going to happen anytime soon." Um, so, I started looking into you know other inv- other investment vehicles outside of stock because that's something that I was already doing. It's very passive, um, and I found real estate investing. You know, through my searches. And Robert Kiyosaki's rich dad, poor dad, it was top of the search and I read it and it blew my mind. It blew my hair back, Eric. I said, whoa. (laughs) And I was commuting to work and I couldn't believe what I was hearing. It was was like Neo taking the pill in the matrix. And I remember literally punching the steering wheel on the dashboard as I'm listening to Kiyosaki tell his story. And everything that we don't know about financial freedom and legacy building, legacy wealth, and I'm punching the steering wheel out of anger, frustration, and inspiration. You know that I need to do more in life. You know, we just had our first child; um, second one was on the uh, you know, first child, but then uh, then the second one was on the way, and I couldn't understand why I had wasted so much time in my life. Uh, you know, because I I built. Uh, enough savings, but nothing to, ch- to move the needle, I mean, nothing to like create legacy wealth. It's like, what what is that? that? That's for the Rockefellers. Um, so I asked my wife, I said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about leaving corporate America and doing something else. She's like, what are you thinking? I'm like Real estate investing. And she's like, well, hey, what are you nuts? What are you gonna do that for? You've never even done it. You don't even know anything about it. So I devoted, she gave me the green light and um, I jumped in head first just devoted all my time, energy, and resources to, to educating myself, finding the right people and surrounding myself with the right people. And before I knew it, it w- within a year, less than a year, I, I picked up my first multifamily, started to manage it. Uh, during that time I was connecting with the right people and, and creating the, the right you know partnerships and building the right relationships, which, which built everything else afterwards, you know, the on-air brands, um, media agency that you referenced and now, uh, my my event called pod max
0: yeah wow this is what a a story this is amazing and there's so many good points here that i i want to kind of emphasize i mean the gold watch i mean one of the reasons why people were waiting for the gold watch is that uh you know they had a great uh a lot of these companies at the time they had a great retirement plan you had a great corporate pension plan Mm -hmm. when you would get like you know two two and a half percent of your final salary uh, multiplied by the name of sarah so you would have like probably like 50 to 55 percent of your final salary guaranteed at retirement from your company i mean this is this is was uh this was unbelievable all that is gone is gone now i think only a few like unionized large companies with unions and stuff like that and governments have access to these kinds of of pension plans and uh, you know now you're left on your own you're left with your 401k to try to figure out how you're going to convert that savings into uh, into a stream of income and um, so yeah if you're looking at your 401k and you have a significant amount or maybe not enough uh you know you have to start thinking about how is that going to get me to retire how is that going to be converted into a stream of income the earlier you figure that out the better the better you're going to be uh it's going to tell you whether you have enough money now and you can just quit or whether you need to get another job or you need to invest or you need to do something. But I think this, it's critical that people really figure out early uh, what they're how they're planning to convert uh, their stream of income, their capital, their 401k into a stream of income. And actually on Monday on Forbes, uh, Forbes Council, Forbes Real Estate Council, I'm part of that. I published an article about that, that talks about all the different methods, common methods for converting uh, converting that into a stream of income. So if you guys want to listen to that, that'd be great. Uh, rich dad poor dad influenced definitely a ton ton of people Uh, so that's uh that's fantastic but rich dad poor dad didn't tell you how to do it like it it was just an inspiration to tell you oh yeah you need to have you need to find somebody else you need to get outside the herd and and figure figure out some answers out there like you mentioned you know neo taking the right pill and um so so how did you kind of like so that inspired you. You 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 damaged your vehicle <laughs> banging the wheel. <laughs> More my fist. <laughs> yeah, my fist. <laughs> and then you say, okay, well, I need to, then you said uh, I need to figure this out. I need to yeah. uh, so what how did you figure that out? How did you go out there and figure that
1: out? Um, I, I just started researching and I started realizing that I need to surround myself with the right people, the people that were doing what I wanted to do and sort of shadow and follow them around and, and, and pick up whatever I can, you know, um, you know, there was some urgency, right. Cause I, I was in my forties and I hadn't, you know, like, you know, I knew, okay, maybe I have another 40 plus years in me. So there's, there's, there's urgency. I'm not, I'm not in my twenties, uh, but still there's time right? There's still time to do something. And it drove me, it was my passion to, to learn as much as I could. Um, and I knew that the fastest way was to, to, to leverage other people and their knowledge. So, so I would show up to meetups, you know, I, I'd, I'd go online and, and, and I chat people up and, um, and meet up with them, buy them coffee, buy them dinner, whatever I had to do. And, uh, I met the right people and, um, they were, you know, at the time, rising up as well, but had a few steps ahead, uh, and flipping homes or wholesaling and doing sort of, you know, deals that didn't seem, you know, well, it it was intimidating, but I was like, okay, they're not too far away from me. Mm -hmm. They just started a couple of years ago. So, um, they became friends and partners and, uh, we started to, to grow together. And at the time, social media, um, was being leveraged as a tool in business to promote yourself. Right. Yeah. So I started to understand uh, and, and figure out that as well. So as I was doing that, the real estate investing community recognized that I was different. You know, they mm-hmm. were calling me the unicorn in, in our meetings because everyone's left brain analytical, right? They're all data driven. And here I am, the right brain operator, you know, like, hey, guys, you know, like with full of energy and uh, hitting the stage. And Uh, you know, trying to educate and offer value in a short amount of time because I figured out how to do it. Um, So I would teach it. I'd say, hey, this is what I did. It just happened to me. You can do this too. And meanwhile, I was, you know, um, I was like them. I was in the audience less than a year ago. And now I'm in front of the room and I'm talking about deals and um, just breaking things down for them. So it was started, that was really the path to, to, to me sort of becoming a thought leader, which is what I understood I needed to do in order to stand apart. Um, and it's all sort of evolved and snowballed into and, and many wonderful things uh, for me and my company and my businesses and, and, and my partners as well, because now I help them to do what I do and what I'm great at, um, which is creative and, and inventing and creating brands for them and podcasts for them. Um, and and now, now that my network has grown um, exponentially, I have the opportunity to give and connect people you know, so, oh, you need this. Oh, Eric, you need that. I see there's a piece there that's missing. I, you know, a guy there, or a girl that does that. So that's where sort of everything is evolved. And it's, it's just so wonderful to, to be in this uh, community of abundant minded
0: folks. That's, that's excellent. And I think that so 40 years old uh, and you get this sense of urgency that, okay, well, you know, you, you, uh, you get sobering thought that I'm good but I need to. I need to do something because uh, I need to figure out the education. I need to figure out the retirement. I need. To, there's a lot of things I need to figure out. I can still work my my butt off to uh, to accomplish this, and I still have the energy and all of that. Yeah. And forty. And this is the. This is the either at, at forty, if I remember correctly, you're either tired because of your kids and then the running around and all of that or you're at a point where you're very comfortable and content and you say oh you know this is life is pretty good and i'm just gonna enjoy things but you on the other hand you kind of like okay i need to i need to take action here this i need it's good life is good but i need to i, I need to figure something out and so you had a little bit more forethought, forethought i think than uh than most people so what would you tell to the, the people that are 40 right now and say, yeah, this is, yeah, you may think this is good, but then, you know, really think, think ahead. And
1: yeah, uh, you know, for me, you know, what happened and, and hopefully someone in your audience can, can, um, connect with this was, um, you know, every day became very predictable. Um, every day became, you know, when's the, when I can't wait for tonight so I can watch TV and, you know, eat yeah. potato chips. um, <laughs> I wasn't in the best of health. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't the best person. I wasn't the best husband, father, uh, friend. Um, you know, there, there were things that I knew uh, that needed to change. I needed to upgrade. What, what was, I see people who are happy. I see people who have got it together. And a lot of them were successful through real estate. And a lot of those people were real estate investors. Um, and I needed to understand how it was done. So I created a podcast. Called Entrepreneur Circle. And it was my free MBA. It was my way to get to the greats. It was my way to get someone like Robert Kiyosaki on our show and, you know, and find out what's behind the zeros and ones. How did you do this? You know, how, and it, it was wonderful because it offered an opportunity for me to speak one on one, ask the questions that I needed to ask. And then also, uh, it's gotten to the point now where. People are looking uh, to me and to us to, to give them an opportunity, you know, the way I was given that opportunity um, to, to, to connect them to others, to, to spread their message and their word and how they offer value in people's lives or in their business. So yeah, it's, it was really it, really a lot of it came from, from the podcast, documenting the journey, sharing that with an audience that was an audience of one. Maybe my mother was yeah. listening um, <laughs> and cheering me on, you know, so that others can get inspiration from what i was doing because i'm just like them I, I'm, yeah. I i was sitting like you listening to a podcast and and i took action and that was the yeah. big difference yeah yeah yeah.
0: and i think you also and i think the alignment i think that you get with your wife so you say hey, you know i need to do something and it's just like you know and then get the green light i think this is this is critical i think a lot of people they they try to do it uh independently and, um, you know, without the support of their their spouse and all of that, I mean, it's potentially you can do it, but it's so much easier when you get some form of alignment and support um, to get it done together.
1: Yeah, it's it's so important Eric, to surround yourself with people that are doing big things, or people that are striving to be bigger and better than themselves and the way they currently are. If if, and this is my experience that I was around the same people all the time, my entire mm-hmm. life with limiting beliefs, you know, not just them, but myself. It's yeah. hard to break from the pack. If you have other people saying you, you've heard the, you've heard the, 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 crabs in the bucket, you know, metaphor, no. where if you put a, you, if you put a bunch of crabs into a bucket, when one tries to crawl out of the bucket, the rest, pull them back. <laughs> like, a, you know, they yeah, think yeah. that it's safe, you know, safe, yeah, yeah. stay here yeah. where it's safe. Uh, so that's sort of what I was, uh, a part of, and it, it was hard. It was very, very hard and still is, uh, to not speak to the people that I grew up with, you know, my lifelong friends, Uh, Yeah. but I had to, in order to become something else. I love this saying, Eric, is that, um, do, do today what others won't to allow yourself to do forever what others can't. So I remember every day doing stuff that you know. Hey, why are you on social media all the time? Or why? What are you doing a podcast for? Does that make you any money? Or why are you doing real estate? That's so. Why do you? Do you want to change toilets? I mean, that's that's gross. So they wouldn't do right. They 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 wouldn't do it by choice. Yeah. Now I've built such a massive thing that they can't do what I'm doing now because that first step they never took.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, also, but the other thing too is that they can, they can still, if they take action, the people that are there now, if they take action, yeah, they can't take the big step. They can't be there uh, what you do today. Yeah. But again, take the small actions today to get there. At least start on the road to, on the path to that. Incremental. Steps. I think that's important. A lot of people think too big. You know, you, you can think big. That's fine. And it has a goal that is very lofty. And, uh, but I think, Also, you have to be reasonable in every step that you take. And I think that uh, people kind of, they always want to, like we do turnkey uh, business, turnkey rentals. And when we tell people that, you know, some people that the net cash flow per month is like uh, after everything is paid, including the mortgage is about 200 to $250 a month. And they say, Oh, that's it. It's like, yeah, that's that's 12% return, cash on cash return. <laughs> it's a, but yeah, but, yeah, but it's only two hundred dollars a month.
1: Multiply by ten. Exactly. A hundred. Build a portfolio. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But then that's they see free. this small amount and they say, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not interested. That's not worth it for me. I wanna I wanna make this. I said, Well, stay, you'll get there. Just yeah. buy one, buy two, buy ten. Exactly. And then you'll get there. Exactly. Uh, people get uh, they want to go right to the the final uh, the final chapter, you know. So
1: yeah, yeah. Legacy that that wealth,
0: easy. yeah, and legacy wealth so. is another one that's uh, that's very big mm-hmm. on me. And, and for me, my experience is, uh, I mean, it's it's great because I'm I'm in business with my my two sons and my wife. is, for us, it's a family business, and uh, I mean, my two sons are, you know, they're the one who really. Uh, you know, started the business while I was working full time, and then they grew it to a certain point such so that I was able to to quit my job, and uh, and dedicate myself full time and all that. So it's pretty, it's kind of almost like a role reversal, uh, but uh, it, it is that was a, an amazing story my advantage of course and then my kids are part of this so i feel like i've left a legacy but my parents were completely the opposite they were saying that oh yeah but you know this is our money and then we're going to spend it don't expect an inheritance and um mm-hmm. it's okay because they didn't have that much money anyway but the thing is that you know their their mentality was that that's my money i'm going to spend it to the last cent before i die so don't count on any anything else and and then there was another Eric, uh, Eric Piketty that wrote the book Capital, uh, and uh, it's a pretty lengthy book, but they talk about the importance of uh, passing on wealth to your children, and, uh, and this is the only way where your children will be, your children and grandchildren will be successful in the future. Otherwise there's gonna be such a significant gap in wealth between your children and the people, the people that have received generational wealth that they won't be able to recover. You can't expect your children to start from ground zero every time. So I think it's critically important if you want your family to be successful, to uh to focus on that and make sure that you build as much wealth as you can in a way that you can pass them pass that on to them for them to be successful and pass it on to your grandchildren yeah
1: yeah Th- so that's benefits. yeah yeah
0: yeah so that's uh, that's yeah exactly so uh, but another thing to that <clears throat> that i picked up on is that yeah you look at you're talking to all the you're going to all these meetups and then you are um you know, you're talking to all these uh, right brain, these uh, accountants and CPAs and lawyers and financial guys and people that run numbers and stuff like, and you have a different way of of, uh, of seeing things and you're seeing you're more uh, on the creative uh, side of things and maybe more on the, the people side of it. In fact, like when you got started, you really t- started talking about people when we started this interview. Uh, so obviously people and networking is something that's really Uh, essential to you and um, so tell us about about that piece of it how can we incorporate that if I'm a like I'm actually from a math major actuarial math Uh, so how do I incorporate more of this uh, of this creative energy networking energy and stuff like that into um, you know into the business so that I can improve my success
1: yeah so the first word that popped in my mind when you asked that question was curiosity. Being genuinely curious when having conversations with people goes a long way uh, because most people ninety nine percent of people want to talk. They don't want to listen, mm-hmm. right they 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 just want to tell their story, their side, their viewpoints, their opinions. I found that um, my strength well, it's in speaking too, but In listening, with genuine curiosity um, and care, and I noticed that ability before I became an entrepreneur. When I would go to a barbecue and I'd meet one of my, you know, some random person or or the husband of one of my wife's friends, and I would listen with intent and and try to figure out what they were saying and were their pain points. Or, you know, I didn't own businesses or anything like that. I was just asking questions, little to nothing added. From my side just asking questions and what would happen eric was my wife would say what did you say to that guy you know (laughs) randy um yesterday i'm like nothing I, i just just talking to him she goes he loves you what were you doing i'm like i just listened to him for two hours people want to be heard they want to know someone cares and is actually listening and maybe helping to find a solution for their problems. I didn't understand the power in that until I became a business owner and then then I became a podcaster. Um, If you have that ability, if you can, if you, if you can really pour water onto that, if you have a little bit of it and grow it and, people are going to gravitate towards you people are going to want to talk with you and and and, and find out what you're doing because then now they f- automatically feel guilty like oh Eric keeps asking me questions oh man it's, I got I gotta I gotta find out what he's doing now you know may take 10 conversations um, but in the long run if you keep depositing into this bank you know a hundred times you know you could take a, a withdrawal every occasionally
0: mm-hmm Oh, I like that. I like the listening with intent. I think this is very good. And uh, yeah, asking the right question. I think that's, that's also very, very important. It's, it's kind of interesting sometimes too, because you kind of go into these, uh, these conversations, and then, uh, you know, you, you ask some questions, and then just like, it's, it's somewhat more deepening, I think, uh, than just like making a point or kind of like highlighting your um you know what they are what they have said with your own experience sometimes so kind of asking more in-depth question and have them question their motivations or something like that i think that's uh that's very interesting um so how any so so let's say uh, now we're gonna probably gonna go to meetups again uh soon uh so i guess people should practice listening with intent uh before we go back to the meetups right
1: uh, yeah, I just um, I just emceed a real estate investing conference over the weekend uh, in Pennsylvania, 300 plus I think attendees. So it was nice, Eric. Yeah, get back back together and everybody handshakes and hugs and you know haven't seen so many people in years. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's great. You'll it's like getting on a bike. You're like, oh man, this is so good. You know, we're back to 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 having conversations and, and figuring out how to help one another. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um yeah. but that that was it was funny because we haven't even had our small meetups. Uh, we just went right to the big one. But normally mm-hmm. we have monthly meetups uh or, I, I host a Princeton, New Jersey meetup about I don't know, 25 to 50 people show up, sometimes 100 no. if there's a big big guest. Uh, but yeah, and and we haven't even brought those back yet. <laughs> yeah. like, meanwhile, this huge conference, so. Uh, but it's good and I and I think that we need it uh, as a society and and especially as an industry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the other thing about these conversations, too, I was just thinking just uh, now, too, is like, you know, when you're having these conversations, when you're getting back in public and me- meeting people, it's going to be, you know, you haven't met people in a while, it's going to be a little bit strange. And then uh, you're probably going to be, people are going to be shy a little bit and don't know what to do. Uh, again, listening with intent is actually going to be, it makes the conversation a little bit uh a little bit easier on your side if uh, you're listening and really paying attention and asking insightful questions every once in a while. It makes it a little bit easier than if you have to come up with and talk about your thing all the time. So I think that's, uh, and you're gonna learn something if you're listening. You're gonna learn something. If uh, if you talk, then you know you're not you're not uh, you're not learning anything. No, and
1: people can tell Eric if you're if you're talking and someone's just waiting for the next thing or thinking of the next thing they're going to say and not even responding to what mm-hmm. you just said. Yeah. People can tell, you know, yeah. the conversation is probably going to be over soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, speaking of which, uh, so. Uh...
1: <laughs> the clock is here with half hour. in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but you have, you have a lot more going on. I mean, you have also, you um, you you have that winery renault winery that you are you're partner with and uh, so how how did that come about you
1: said it correctly yeah a lot of people in my area say renault i'm like no no yeah but well, i'm french i'm french so that helps <laughs> oh, thank you thank you thank you yeah louis renault uh came yep. to the states uh very early uh during the lincoln administration handed us uh, you know the the license to to produce wine so now we're the only winery or one of the few that can actually call champagne champagne Mm -hmm. not sparkling wine um, because of louis renault but yeah we are now we just found out not the third but the second oldest winery in the nation Um, we we host wine tours uh, 242 acres um, you know 50 room hotel uh, oh, wow. We we produce the wine on, on the premises uh, and also uh, have a golf course, you know, a full eighteen hole golf course. Um, it's just so wonderful. We have we have uh, several restaurants, so it's it's a big project that I got involved in in 2018, I believe. And yeah, yeah. I met my partner, the you know the one who's the Disney of that whole uh, operation, Josh McCallan, mm-hmm. um at a meetup that I was hosting. Uh, I was I was in the front of the room. And he came to me after or during and said, I love you. You're amazing. How can we do work together? It started as a podcast. We created a, our most successful podcast called Capital Hacking. Uh, that's the one I ref- referenced uh, where we had Kiyosaki on and, and, and other greats. And that became the beginning of our relationship. And I became um, a partner. In, in in not just this project but in other ones, um, mm-hmm. it's very similar in terms of uh, flipping resorts. He's a master at flipping resorts. Oh yeah, and, and uh, making them perform because he's got a very specific business model to inject the weddings as the the main driver uh, for revenue. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at any given time, we have fifteen hundred to two thousand people coming through on a weekend um, because of the weddings. Yeah. And, and we have restaurants to, to fulfill their needs. Uh, and yeah. then we have uh, wine tours and golf and, and all these other models, businesses, um, that, that generate income for that property mm. and that, that, that project. So, so it works so well, uh, we're doing it again. Um, and, and, and we acquired another one in, in Maryland called Kent uh-huh. Island and have three offers on, on more in that area. Uh, because we've we've realized that the the DC area is the the hot spot for weddings and weddings. Oh spades, yeah, according to the knot. Yeah, so really? that's wow. that's it's such a wonderful team, uh, the Accountable Equity team and, and investor community that we've built over there. Yeah, families. Yeah, that all want to participate in assets that they can have fun. They can enjoy. Yeah. They can actually, yeah. you know, I stay there with my family and we have a great time. Versus my multifamily where I'm not going to go do laundry <laughs> you know, over there. I can't enjoy the use of it, but it's nice to be involved in projects like this where, where yeah. we all get to sort of come together as, as, as investors and families.
0: Yeah. And I think this is very, I think what, what I'm hearing also is the, again, in the importance of the people. I think this it's become, uh, we've done, obviously we've done a lot of investment. We do a lot of turnkey rentals and, People are very important. Our turnkey investors are very important and networking is very important. But uh, now what we're finding is a little bit different is that we are, we get to know people now in that are just interesting people that are hustlers, that are, that have goals that are not about real estate um that are something completely different for example we we just invested in a turnkey uh, turnkey in a trucking company uh so we're partners in a trucking company right now and that's because we met a a great uh we met two great entrepreneurs they had like 25 years of experience in trucking and they just there's we knew they were hustler and stuff like that and through our network meeting them and stuff like that we said okay what can how can we work together and what do you need and all of that and that's what i'm kind of gathering with your, with your renault experience it sounds like that it's just like i like you i like what you're doing i hope you like me how do we how do we work together can we can we find a way to uh, to work with, with uh, together on something and uh it's more not, now it's this kind of shifting a little bit you just kind of like you find the people that you like and then okay let's just keep talking and Maybe one day we'll find we'll find something we're gonna work on together. And um, so I, I think this is very interesting. This is a new, it's kind of like a new dimension, uh, you know, for for us right now. It's kind of more focusing on on the people who can we identify uh, in our network that are true hustlers, entrepreneurs in the in the on the bench or in the making, and they're just waiting for the right opportunity. And the opportunity that at that point doesn't really matter that much uh it's really about the people and getting who are going to get it done they're going to put their energy their mind their effort and their heart into something
1: exactly mm. everything you said <laughs> it's, about people. it's, it's yeah. not about the project for me it, mm-hmm. it's all about the person behind the project and no matter what they touch will turn to gold and i trust in mm-hmm. that uh, so i invest in people not projects or deals yeah, excellent. And then it goes that goes with my team as well. Like everybody mm-hmm. on my team, it's it's all about you know who and not how or yeah. what. It's all about who's on the bus, um, and and we build around that. So right. uh, every piece of me and every piece of my business and partnerships, it's all about people. Yeah.
0: And we go. On that note, that's a very good ending, I think. Right. <laughs> so um, so on that note, uh, before we wrap it up, uh, Eric, do you want to add anything? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I know we spoke a little bit before the
1: mic turned on uh, about personal brand and what I would love to do for anyone out there who, who may you know, do their search and see my brand and say, wow, he, it's pretty cool what he did. Well, I sort of give the zeros and ones behind how I created that with uh, something that I call a masterclass uh, called the okay. four Cs. And I want to give that to your audience. Um, it's free. It's go at your own pace. Um, and it, you can find it at podmax.co slash masterclass. And I'm sure Eric will put that in the show notes. Yeah, and I will. I will. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's it's really just me distilling um, how, how I created my own personal brand uh, and how it all evolved, helped me to evolve. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: great. And also with your uh, on-air brand. Uh, so what is that? Are you helping people uh, develop and enhance their on-air brand or? How, yeah. How so
1: on-air brands is the creation and production house for podcasts. Okay. So anyone okay. who needs a podcast, uh, that's that's what. That company does, okay. Produces them, you know, on a regular basis. You know, my team is great at holding our clients accountable, saying, "Hey, where's you? Know, we need a full pipeline. You know, we yeah. we we would need at least like six or plus episodes so that we have enough to to be consistent every week. Mm-hmm. And then we do all the social media promotions behind behind every episode. So that's okay. Really, what On Air Brands does.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Well, Eric, thank you very much. Um, so, yeah. any, any other place where the people can reach out to you? No,
1: those are the great Eric, places. Yeah. All I, right. I'm all over LinkedIn. Uh, Eric yeah. e. Cabral, I think on LinkedIn, or maybe it's just Eric Cabral. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on all socials. You can find me everywhere.
0: Yeah, and ericcabral.co as well. Co. Yes, that's that's my website. Great website. Everything, everything is in there. So it's yes. great. Eric. Thank you so much, Eric. It was a pleasure. Talk pleasure. to you later.
1: Thank you for listening to Breakaway from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Breakaway from
0: the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.